Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Reality Is. As always, it's Noor, and today I am not talking about reality TV. I'm talking about perhaps the most appointment television of appointment televisions that we've had in the recent years. And I'm joined by uh, Kendrick Tucker of Reality and Comics 2 and mine brother, Raheel. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. I appreciate you for bringing me on for your appointment stuff because I think last time I was here it was for House of the Dragon. That's right. If I'm right. not mistaken, yeah. I feel like, I like that. yeah, I, f- I feel like, you know what? HBO should like give us a deal, me and you. Right. Like, I, I like make that. Us, I like that make us your official, official podcasters, HBO. What are we waiting on? And no shade, but I feel like we're better than the podcast they're putting out right now. So, I mean, we can, you know, we can. <laughs> We could help out a little bit, raise the stock a little. That'd be okay. Although I feel like this week we learned that it doesn't matter if you have a deal with HBO because HBO will just like wake up one day and be like, you know what? We're canceling your shows. Exactly. They're taking a page out of Netflix book right now. We're going to cancel it and we're going to just take it off of our streaming website so you get no money. (laughs) Not any money. Not one money. They've hurt me so much. Is that Westworld you guys are talking about? And like a whole literally bunch of everything, yeah. Westworld uh-huh. is one of them. I think the Nevers are gone, and all they've been like slowly, slowly ripping stuff off over the past couple of months. And you know what? It's all Warner Brother is to blame. I feel like for everything, and our I feel like they're to blame for crisis change and uh, you know, climate change. <laughs> all this, I, I, they're the ones because they just cannot do anything right. So yeah, I'm blaming them. Hey, exactly. No, no thanks, Warner Brothers. I still have my student debt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's that goddamn frog that they had. Remember the frog? Was there a frog? Yes. Yeah. Did he have a name? Uh, I uh, believe he, he does have a name. Frank. He was just so distracting with his little dance that he used to do with the top hat and the cane. And it reminded <laughs> me of Mr. Peanut. I don't know. It was, just, yes. it was a lot to visually. Yeah. That's one fancy as fuck amphibian, I'll tell you that. He <laughs> show up at the bottom of like shows. Like you'd be watching a show. You're watching like, you know, Superman or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or man, whatever that show was. And you'd watch it and he'd just pop up at the bottom to remind you that there's like a Gilmore Girls rerun coming up soon. Mm-hmm. You know? Michael um, J. Frog was his Michael- name. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I love that. I love that. Okay, you know what? WB, you win me back. <laughs> you're, you're all right with me. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, I said that it was appointment television, and I didn't even say what show we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking they should about- know. Yeah, they should know. They should read the description of the episode and the title of the episode. We're talking about the White Lotus. We're talking about the White Lotus finale specifically. Um, it spoiler alert, it was the Kerplunk heard around the world. Oh. <laughs> Is it still Oof. too soon? <laughs> it's a little, it's a little tender right now, but okay. <laughs> no, okay. Um Number one question I want to ask you guys, uh, Kendrick first, is that did you feel bad for the person who died? I, okay. I felt like social media kept pressuring me into thinking sh- that person was going to die anyway. Uh-huh. So at that point, I was just like, okay, how's it going to happen? Because I think it's going to. So I didn't, you know what? I didn't feel bad about it. I was happy that it was almost like, 
it was at that person's own hands <laughs> and not some kind of like, you know, get them on the boat, drive them out and then do God knows what with them. So I'm glad that person had a little bit of control in their own death. I'm Now, why that person <laughs> kept those plastic heels on to jump, I don't know, but that's a story for another day. I'm not, I can't break it down for you, but it's, 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 it's it's hurtful. It's a little sting, but you know, we'll we'll get over it as time goes on. I love that we're still not using her name. I know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Kendrick is really, really dedicated to the spoiler alert. It was Tanya. It was okay. Tanya. It was Jennifer Coolidge's character. Here's the thing though, somebody pointed this out. When Daphne on episode one finds the body, the body doesn't have any shoes on. Mm, and I just rewatched it too and didn't yeah. notice. <laughs> and the internet is like, does that mean that Tanya is alive? I'm like, no, she she died. <laughs> that woman was not going to survive that fall. She thudded her head. Yeah. <laughs> she she felt like those. She felt like those guys that like hit the propeller when this Titanic was sinking. You know what I mean? Oof. <laughs> oh, Kendrick, Oof. you can't tell me that's too soon. <laughs> That's now we're talking That's about fair. the guys that died uh, on the Titanic in the movie, or the guys that died on the actual Titanic. Rio, come on! <laughs> That's come a valid on, question. Valid question. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, I yeah, I didn't feel bad for Tanya dying. I do agree nope. with you that I, um, you know, uh, that she did it herself. You know what? She went out swinging. She uh-huh. killed many people. Several, mm-hmm. several people. I wonder what happened to the captain with his cute little knit hat. Where did he right. go? And what happened to the guy? I feel like the guy that jumped off the boat needs to be on season three. Because, like, I need to hear his story. Like, where did you go and did you make it? Because yeah. anybody jumping into open water and just, like, saying, okay, I'll I'll swim to shore. Better than me. Because, like, I would have just stayed on the boat and waited for someone to, you know, find me. Which is what she should have done in hindsight. Yeah. But... You know, I don't know why she needed to get off the boat at that moment, but you know, you you eliminated all of the threats. But you know, I I, I don't write the plot; I just show up for it and give them live ratings. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she could have just found a little cubby for herself to hide in. Honestly, mm-hmm. Tanya, you didn't need to do that. Um, yeah. um, now the other thing, right? So it was Tanya. Tanya's the person that died. Obviously, if we're going to talk about Tanya. We're going to talk about Portia. And can we just ask the question, why is Portia the worst? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the answer is, I feel like her clothes hiding it. So even if she's just a bad person, it's just like, and you're also a bad dresser. Like you, dr- it's, it's genuinely, I don't know why I picture like Lizzie McGuire that opening and like yes. the cartoon character, yes. not even like the real Lizzie McGuire, the cartoon character yes. that used to be on there. It's like, where did, who helped you pack? Like, what, where did you think you were going? I didn't, I don't get it. I don't know. I'm a, like, what do we think Portia's salary is? Because Tanya is a half a billionaire. <laughs> yeah. So like, she's got to get paid at least well. I mean, she easily makes six figures and she's on this vacation and she's fucking miserable. She's mm-hmm. terrible, Portia. And then I like when Tanya, she's on the phone with Tanya and Tanya's like, yeah, well, I saw Jack fucking his uncle. <laughs> and she's like, what? Okay. And she's like, yeah, I just have a bad feeling about this. And then like, <laughs> She still gets in the car with Jack. So, like, gets back in bed with him, too. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. No. It's not good. Not a good judge of character. And the fact that her and Albie get back together at the end of the episode, it's like, okay, I want nothing but despair for both of you in the future. (laughs) A match (laughs) made in heaven. Honestly. It is, honestly. I didn't feel bad for Tanya dying. Um, I would have been okay with her living. It would have been nice. Maybe run her back for season three. But the fact that she died, again, it's not the worst thing in the world. I think overall, um, at the end of this season, I felt happier than I was season one. Um, And I guess that really comes down to who you're rooting for, right? Mm. Um, At season one, I remember like, feeling bad for like the the spa lady because of yeah. uh, Tanya fucking that up and then the guy that got arrested and then the manager I think he had like a he was sober and then he died which is also not great and this mm-hmm. one um you know I was rooting for the sex workers because mm-hmm. as a rule of thumb I always start off rooting for the sex workers unless <laughs> they give me a reason not to root for them <laughs> mm-hmm. honestly that's great we should yeah. Honestly, apply that to our life. Exactly. I do. You're gonna, yeah. If you're gonna root for anybody, always root for the sex workers. Mm-hmm. You start off rooting for the sex workers. They murder a guy and steal his ATM card. Sure. Then you root <laughs> against the sex workers. <laughs> they but... drug a guy. They drug a guy and steal like his hundred thousand dollar watch. You know what? Yeah. With that, it's fine. He, yep. You know, he didn't need that watch. It's fine. Yeah, Did I survive? Really He's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's one of many. He's all right. He's yeah. fine. Um, I agree. Yeah, I think I mean, you make a great point. I did go in watching this episode or this season being like, oh, these are all bad people. Like, I wanted to ask you guys a question. Are the guests at the White Lotus good human beings? Ooh. Ooh. So I think the question, what it comes down to is, is paying, I don't know how much uh, a trip like that, a vacation like that costs, right? Is spending that amount of money to be served to, is that just wrong, just on principle? Oh, no, no. Come on. You earned that. That's fine. <laughs> now, we're not going to we're not going to knock luxury. OK, I feel like that's you're pushing it too far. Real. That's crazy. I'm going to be very defensive of luxury vacations. OK, if I want to luxuriate, I'm a hardworking person. Let me spell it, Spend that money. How dare you? <laughs> I would go to the White Lotus if I could. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, I, I don't know if you all know, but I work in hospitality, like corporate hospitality. Mm-hmm. If I had to guess, let's say a hotel like that, because I'm, you know, it looks all inclusive, so you don't really have to leave unless you want to. Plus yeah. they yeah. ate dinner there every single night, which is kind of weird, but we'll, yeah. I'm, not yeah. the point. I'm guessing if I, let's crunch say like in the numbers, crunch, crunch. Right. Let's say 600 a night. There were seven episodes, so they were there for a week. Uh, I can't do math in my head. So that's $4,200 for just a vacation, all inclusive. That's that's a lot, but, you know, I guess it could be a lot more. <laughs> yeah, $4,200 for a week doesn't sound terrible, actually. It doesn't sound... I mean, yeah, yeah, 600 a I'm night. Fine. I'm fine with that. Honestly, I think we're good. Guys, let's do it. <laughs> let's go to the White Lotus. I think it's You fine. may want... You may want to set aside uh, uh, fifty thousand dollars on the side for me in case I have to uh, buy a, buy a Lucia's freedom. Okay, exactly. really, you would. 
I yeah. feel like if anybody is getting swindled by a hooker, it is my brother. <laughs> no, I would not get swindled. I think um, I think Albie uh, knows what he's doing, maybe. And you know what? Uh. Even if he doesn't, I'm fine with her like swindling this like wide-eyed, um, you know, idealistic moron who's he admits that he admits to his dad we don't need the money, right? So she yeah. swings that. Oh. I'd say I tip my hat to you, Lucia. <laughs> Huzzah. <laughs> Huzzah to you, Lucia. You. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. I I feel like I feel like uh I feel like that's that's a good that's a good principle also is like if somebody is spending that kind of money and they don't feel like they are gonna be strapped for cash after spending that yeah. kind of money, it's the same thing. It's drugging them and taking a hundred thousand dollar watch. It's fine. Albie's good. Yeah. Yeah. He's okay. He I wasn't that so. skate. He knew he got played, and it was absolutely fine. Yep. Um, Can I? Yeah. I, apparently, I was a little off. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> I've, okay. I've we now got, looked into this. We have an industry, guys. We have an industry expert coming in, yes. a subject matter insider. expert, and an insider. They're saying- 600 a night seems cheap. <laughs> so I was thinking, I was trying to think about like comparable brands. So, like, America, like our luxury might be like a Waldorf Astoria mm-hmm. or something like that. And you know, you can get a nice Waldorf for you know yeah. a couple hundred and yeah. you know, a little up there, but okay. According to them, not they say not counting the Vespa excursion with Greg and, and, and Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> the hotel alone for the seven nights is about sixty-one thousand. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm okay at the Hampton Inn. <laughs> I'll, I'll check in at the Hojo and check it and see you guys later. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, if, you, if you're spending $61,000 per person, let's say, Ooh. or, you know, a couple, so like a room yeah. is, but yeah, those fucking DeGrasso fucks, those three, they spent $61,000 each. Oof. Each. Yes. Oof. Per room. Per room. Jeez. Plus the hookers. Man, oh man. And what they were buying because they were charging like clothes and food to the room and mm-hmm. drinks. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like a cool like 250K uh, for seven days. <laughs> Easy. 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 Including Albie's <laughs> shakedown money. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because exactly. I never got included. a sense. I never got a sense of how much like I know Cameron is rich, but like I never got a sense of how rich compared to ethan because i felt like it was like significantly less but apparently he can still swing a vacation for well for two rooms i guess they got to stay together so yeah, yeah i think ethan it sounds like from the show ethan has purchased or sold a website like his something of his was just mm. sold so mm. i feel like he's got that big big fresh tech money right so we're talking about in the millions right yep. maybe he in made the, wordle think, in, in, in the billions i think that's... oh you think so maybe he made wordle and he <laughs> got to sell it to the new york times who knows <laughs> it's possible there we go <laughs> yeah maybe i don't know maybe he sold something to like dumb fuck elon musk who knows maybe he sold twitter to elon musk i don't know there we go um but yeah it's very obvious that ethan has more money and it seems like cameron is rich because he's a money manager of some sort he's an investor Uh right that's really what it is so they both yeah they've all got and i thought i thought cameron kind of also came from money 
that's what they were implying. Maybe his father was also kind of in that line of business. Yeah. Um, it's like uh, finance guys, right? I mean, that happens a lot. And generally, those guys are, I don't know, they're making like 10 to $20 million a year. Um, okay. So- <laughs> guys, I feel so poor. I know. Between this, the show. <laughs> between this and The Crown, I mean, sheesh. what is this? What is life? I know. I'm doing it all wrong. I'm doing it so wrong. <laughs> now one person has offered to buy a single one of my foot picks. Like I'm just <laughs> this podcast is a side hustle. I still have tons of debt. What am I doing? I it doesn't even do seem anything. like feet picks is the way to go because apparently Larsa Pippen lives with the hookers and drug dealers, according to everyone else. So it's like you're not <laughs> like you, you can't even make it on with OnlyFans anymore. I don't know what to do. Uh, oh, God. Um, okay. So the other question I want to ask you guys is of the DeGrasso men, they, I mean, we learned that they're all the same, right? I love mm-hmm. that scene at the airport where the hot girl walks by and all three generations turn and look at the lady. Mm-hmm. I would ask you the question, who of the three DeGrasso men to you guys is the least bad? Who? Boy, that's hard. I'll tell you. I'll tell you who I ended up um, liking the most, and it's the it's actually the grandfather, um, <laughs> because he is the most honest of the three. I think, hmm. right? Um, you know, whatever you say about the father, uh, Michael Imperioli, um, mm-hmm. I think he's a liar, and he knows how to manipulate people, and it's all terrible. And, you know, maybe it's um, maybe he knows like the right words to say. And that's also very, very bad. Um, Albie, obviously, he starts off obviously as like this idealistic kid. Right. And that's like the Mm -hmm. that's the face that he shows to the world. But like in his ultimate moment, he betrays his mother because at the end of the day, it's what he wants. He wants to he you know, he wants to spend the fifty thousand dollars on Lucia I don't think he knows that he's being scammed at the moment, but it's just what he wants. And yeah. he's willing to sell out his mother. And that really, really wrote me the wrong way. Yeah. He's willing mm-hmm. to overlook the fact that somebody who should, like his own mother, who has been in misery because of her father, uh, because of their father, is, is, uh, her feelings are, can be bought. It can be purchased. You know, being, be, do, like, mm-hmm. whatever her situation is, is, um, it's not as important as $50,000 for this hot Italian girl uh, that he's been sleeping with for like, what, three days? We get three right. days with Lucia and him, right? So you're right. It's like all your morals go out of the window. All your like feminist morals go out of the window when you don't give a shit about your mom and her terrible situation with your dad. It's, that's what's uh, absolutely the worst it, for Albie. And it, I love – yeah, go ahead. And it's even more infuriating because he does it under the guise of feminism, right? He does yes. it under the guise of being yes. a good person. Yes, yes, exactly. We also it's like, like get a yeah. layer of entitlement too, and that's what really annoys exactly. me so much with the character because I I feel stupid because I was one of the few people like that was rooting for Albie like for a majority of this show, and everyone was in my DMs telling me, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, he's just Mm-mm. like them. Don't fall yes. for it." I'm like, "No, he's a good <laughs> kid. He's trying to help." And now I'm like, 
man, you are the most entire, like literally the definition of feeling entitled to something that you have not worked for in the least. And it kills me that, okay, we know the dad historically is a bad guy, (laughs) but he made the money. (laughs) And it's like the fact that Albie is coming here and being like, no, you don't need it. Why don't you just give it to her? It's like, who the hell are you to tell me what to do with my money and then blackmail me emotionally into like making it seem like you're going to help me get back with your mother because apparently his opinion holds so much weight, which is kind of weird too. But the whole situation, I'm going with grandpa too. Grandpa just because he, he seems like, the evil we know. Like that was the generational <laughs> evil where it's just yes. like being exactly. terrible was accepted. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There's nothing worse to me. Like there's like blatant, you know, there's blatant misogynists, there's blatant bad guys. And then there's a guy who acts like he's a good guy, but actually mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, he's actually a piece of shit too. Like he acts like a good guy, but when he's face to face in a situation where he's against a woman, he pulls out all the stops of like all the misogyny comes pouring out. So mm-hmm. fuck that guy. But I will say I'll be very cute. The dimples and the curls were very nice. So I understand, Kendrick, why you were swayed. Because the dimples for me, hard. honestly, I could get easily swindled by anybody with dimples. It's, listen. And that's my Achilles heel. It was a hard, it was a you know, hard season for me. <laughs> I I knew not to trust Albie when he had his bullshit Godfather take. I was like, you know what, Albie, you go fuck yourself. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You're right. You're right. You're right. I completely forgot about that. Um. Uh. So the other big thing, obviously, on the show on this finale was uh, the Ethan Daphne Cameron uh, Harper quad. Um, now Daphne, just the Megan Fahey is so good. My God, that scene on the beach with her and Ethan and -hmm. just her face. She says nothing. And third in 30 seconds, you're like, Oh my God. So many things are being said right now with her face. Mm -hmm. Now, my question to you guys is, do you think that Daphne and Ethan did something when they went and checked out that little Island? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh 100%. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yes. I I just feel like it was as I I feel like Ethan didn't want to, but at that point, you know, why the hell not? Because you don't know what to believe anymore. And plus we we know Daphne has no problem with like you know, turning a blind eye to Cameron and rightfully so cuz she's like you I'll turn this blind eye because this eye works great over here, and I have a blonde trainer who will who will help me see other things. So I yes. think she's okay with you know opening up that door, and I feel like Ethan is okay with it now too. So yeah, I think the I, bigger question almost is: Do we think Harper and Cameron actually did something past kissing? Which now I'm almost kind of inclined to believe that they did. I'm a little I'm a little torn because I feel like we know that they now we know they went up there with the intention of doing I'm, something. I, I I for me, I have no gray area on that matter. I think they one hundred percent bone. Um Ooh. and I think and I think that is based off of my feelings for Harper. You hate um, Harper. Which which <laughs> which are not pleasant. She's my least favorite person on the show. I can't believe that. I still can't believe that. I can't believe more than Cameron. That's crazy. (laughs) That's crazy. So wait, wait, what is it about about being a shit? I know. Okay, that's what it is. More than Greg. 
I need to know like, what what yeah. is it? <laughs> well, he hates real hates women. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead, tell him why. Why do you hate Harper? So, um, I, I you know, I, there's a I've been kind of on edge with her the entire time, right? Mm-hmm. So, first of all, I didn't like her right off the bat because she was ruining everybody's vacation by being <laughs> all uncomfortable and like feeling guilty about being on this vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she right away, you know, I didn't like the fact that she starts comparing herself to, to the other couple and Ethan points it out also, right? He's like, you have this thing in you where you always have to compare yourself to people that you think are better than you. Like you wouldn't do it to our housekeeper. I don't know why you do this. Right. And then I see, you know, okay, she she gives it a shot. She tries to be a good person or whatever, or, or be a fun person. And then, you know, the the Daphne versus Harper conversation to me comes mm-hmm. down to their stay at, you know, at the in the other town or whatever at the at that palazzo that they rent, right? And no doubt, um, yeah, yeah, and and that you know that conversation that they have, I feel like. This is just what I got. I felt that Daphne was sincere um, in the things that she was saying mm-hmm. while she was also mean girling her. Like there yeah. was this thing, there was this very specific line when she's just like, well, but you know, you don't know the people that I know, which is, you know, like basically saying, you know, I'm the gatekeeper to like all of like the the next friends that you're going to have because of yeah. the new status that you have right yeah which i understand that's a fucked up thing but i think you know she daphne's trying to make friends um on on her terms with harper but i think harper is never ever trying to be friends i think harper is always looking for information so yeah. she can cut her down later right um and then you know whatever happens happens and then you know i have a problem with how she's lying to Ethan like I believe 100% that she came upstairs with the intention to have sex and she is lying to him throughout the thing and she's doing it because she doesn't believe the thing about the condom or whatever they did the night before but she won't talk to him about it she would rather pretend like she does believe him and then still act up so wow Wow. (laughs) Wow. Very valid concerns. Very valid points. And you know what? I agree with all of them, but I still love Harper because I feel like (laughs) Harper has a black heart and so do I. Harper (laughs) is a level of petty that I think we can all agree that I am. Like I, no. yeah. I refuse to believe that. Oh, that's so nice of you. Um, I feel like I'm not like I. Here's the thing. I feel like I'm. I, I'm sometimes I can be a little Daphne. I feel like I'm. Here's the thing. I feel like I when I'm in social situations, I might be external facing Daphne, but internal facing Harper. Like mm. I, I, I would collect information about a person yeah. and be like, I'm gonna talk shit about you later. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that, I think you're absolutely right. I think that for sure something more than kissing happened, just a little, little digital action, perhaps. I don't know. Things happened. I feel like genitals were out, uh, with, with (laughs) Daphne or with, uh, Harper and Cameron. Um, and I think it's another thing. It's like when you lie about your lie, when you lie long enough and then you come out with the truth at that point your partner no longer believes you about any of it. Like at that point, you're like, I don't know how much of this is real and I don't know anymore because you've already broken my trust. And I feel like 
I loved, I love that on the show, how we as viewers don't know in the same way what happens with Ethan and Daphne. Mm-hmm. We know that something happens. You can tell that there's eyes. Ethan, even when he's walking, kind of stops halfway and then she kind of like turns and like gives him a look and then he follows her in, right? Like, and I love that in the show that they've like left that mystery. And I also love it because in, um, I think uh, right before that, when she's talking to him, she's like, oh, you know, sometimes I'm even like a little mystery to myself. Like, I don't know what's going on even in, in my own mind most of the time. And I think that the little mystery is nice. I love the fact that in the beginning of the show, um, you know, Daphne or uh, Harper, especially when they go to Noto, Harper says, oh, like these guys, this is what they do. They like they they use like they sexually fight with each other. They like flirt with other people. And it's a whole shtick between the two of them. Right. And I love that at the end, that's essentially what happens with Harper and Ethan that brings them back together again. And I just I love that whole I love that whole arc. I love the scene when Daphne gets that information and she's processing it in her face, in her um, like in her expression, to me, it wasn't like she's mad at Cameron because she knows that Cameron does this. Mm-hmm. Her feelings, her hurt is because like, oh, Harper did this. The person that I fucking opened up to who I told I don't trust women because they've betrayed me. OK, I'm going to go and suck her husband's dick in that cave right now. That's what her <laughs> face said. And I loved it. What a way to get retaliation, sucking dick in a cave. (laughs) I'm here for it. They should add that to one of the corporate hotel packages. (laughs) I mean, for $60,000, you'd think that it'd come standard. (laughs) For $60,000, I shouldn't even have to entice my friend's husband. Good Lord. Uh, Yeah. I, I have a question about the Harper and Cameron thing. Um, and this may just be a stupid question, but you know that first scene uh, or that, that scene in the first episode when he's changing uh-huh. and she sees him. Uh-huh. Now, for the purposes of the story, is she seeing his penis there or is she seeing his big penis there? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Definitely. my answer offline. Thank you. <laughs> Definitely big penis. Just yeah. So clear. <laughs> yeah. 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 I feel like anytime I was like, if, it, if I would ask my friends, like, are you watching the new season of the white Lotus? And they're like, no, I'm not. And I'm like, dong clock. Like, that's all I would say because <laughs> yes, I was like, oh my God. That's so much. That's so much penis. Also, I want to point out that that's when I I will say I was like, ooh, Harper, your mind is elsewhere because she takes a little while to tell him that he like got naked. Mm -hmm. And even like her recollection, like her telling him the story, she's like, oh, yeah, he like changed his clothes. And like I was in the bathroom and he just like changed in the middle. She doesn't tell him I saw his dick. And by the way, it's massive. Like she doesn't, yeah. She didn't say he changed his clothes and it was Donga Clock. Like she does not say that. That might be why Ethan was so mad because he's like, I remember that big dick from college. Oh no, (laughs) (laughs) that probably contributed to it at least. I'm sure. Also, as as someone who had just come off of watching uh, the Tom Traveler's Wife on HBO. 
it's a little sad that I recognized immediately. I was like, oh, that's a prosthetic because that's not what (laughs) the real one looks like. (laughs) You know, HBO is committed to the pain. So if you ever need pain in your life, just go on HBO and no matter what show it is, I don't care if it's, you know, (laughs) comes on a Sunday or Thursday, there's some pain in it. Did did the prosthetic penis take you out of the show then? Were you like, you know, I'm not buying this? (laughs) Not at all. Because it seemed so, I don't know. The shadow hit right, and there it just it, it seemed natural in the moment. It, it, a work it of didn't art, honestly. Me out at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I just I love the I love the um, dick rolodex in your head of like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I know I know what your penis mm-hmm. looks like, and it's not that one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And for those that haven't watched that show, episode six, Time Traveler's Wife. Just saying. Oh. There you go. <laughs> well, I guess that, is it still on HBO? Because I'm gonna go watch it. Yeah. You know what? It was. I think it was supposed to be a mini series, but they were thinking about season two. I think it got canceled. So let me actually check. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you guys read while Kendrick looks right? <laughs> And I mean, while if while you're searching, you know, you might as well throw in like a like a minute or like a time marker for <laughs> I know. the penis showed up. It was a damn timestamp. <laughs> it is uh, still there. It's still oh, there. Oh, great, wonderful. Gonna do that right after this. Um, now, um, the big winners of the show for me on this, in in my opinion, and I feel like the entire internet, the world agrees, the winners of the show were Lucia and Mia. I mean, mm-hmm. hi, hello. They 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 played the game. I was so happy for them. And I was especially mm-hmm. happy because like you said, Rahil, last season ended so sad. Mm-hmm. Everybody got fucked. All these people vacationed and all these people got screwed over. And I love the fact that this season they were like, you know what? Valentina's <laughs> gonna explore her sexuality and she's gonna be very happy and lovely and so friendly. And Lucia and Mia are going to kick it. And then those guys that helped them at the hotel, they're probably going to get a cut. Everyone, everybody who works at the hotel, you're going to do just fine. And I love that. Another big winner for me is Rocco. Way to go, Rocco. His (laughs) fiance, she's like the nicest person on the entire show. She's like, she seems like, and she's, you know, she's so pleasant. She never, she doesn't mind a little bit of sexual harassment. Um, but she's always got a smile. Even with fucking Salvatore. Salvatore, right? Yeah. Salvatore, yeah. Like the, the, yes. Yeah. She's just like, ah, oh, you know what? I'll, I'll hang out with Salvatore. What's her name? Isabel? Is that what her name Isabel? is? I, I don't know. So, yeah. 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 Honestly, yeah. She was lovely. It's like the age old, you know, would you rather have lunch with Jay-Z or a million dollars, which is obvious to me, but <laughs> would you rather, because we, you know, they won big in this episode. Would you rather have the 50,000 USD, which I think is more when she converts it. Would you rather have that or would you rather have gotten the job living out her dream like Mia? I'm probably going for the money, but... Because I, I could use $50,000 right now. Yeah, but. I mean, I'm always going to go for straight cash. Yeah. Because you know what? <laughs> I feel like Lucia's going to invest it. I feel like she's going to open that shop she wants to open, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, I think in that scenario, I am going for the $50,000 <laughs> or euros or whatever it is. Um, because, you know, Mia, it's nice that she found this job, but she's still, you know, singing in a hotel. If it was like a recording <laughs> deal. 
you know, we may have True. something to talk about, but yeah, it's yeah. nice. It's nice. Yeah. I, I have a question about Isabel and the manager. Mm-hmm. At what point does the manager's action, like, do they, are they problematic to you at all? Cause that is harassment. That is sexual harassment on some level. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't call it sexual harassment because she was very politely asking her out. She was asking how she's doing. She got her a little gift. But I think that it would be sexual her it would be it would cross a line if for some reason, like once she finds out that Isabel is engaged to Rocco, that she's like, Oh, you're fired. Or yeah, uh, you know, that would be crossing a line. But it's fine that she's just like being kind to her. I will say that I do think that I feel that way, especially because they're two women. I think it was if yeah. it was a man, I would have a different of course. answer because mm-hmm. the dynamic obviously completely changes. But mm-hmm. um I was happy for Valentina. I mean, who knew? Just she just needed to, you know, be true to her sexuality, and she's such a happier person. She's like, sure, Salvatore, get the fuck out of here, Rocco. Come on up, <laughs> hang out with your girlfriend, your fiance. Congratulations, she's lovely. Yes, Three people just... died on the beach. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I I feel like. Valentina was just so happy to finally be a lesbian that nothing else in the world mattered. So, you know what? I don't know if it was sexual harassment or not, but it, it feels like it was a murky road to get there, but everyone wound up happy. So, yeah. no no one got reported to HR. So, I guess we all win in this scenario. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know exactly. if this could happen at my job, but you know, at her job, it's, it's okay. Yeah. As somebody who works in hospitality. <laughs> I don't know if it could happen in mine, but you know. <laughs> um, Kendrick, who's your favorite character on the show? Oh, I would probably have to. I don't. This is gonna probably sound crazy, y'all. I really like the dynamic between Harper and Cameron. Like, I feel like that kind of weird sexual tension throughout the yeah. show was really. I, it really kind of kept me invested, but I also really liked. Lucia and Mia too just like their whole like I'm always rooting for the underdog and I feel like they were kind of positioned to be the underdogs of the show because they were constantly being like swatted away from the hotel and you know kind of bouncing between the guests and stuff and I feel I was just rooting for them the entire time yeah so I I don't know I'm picking four that was not your question but I've I've picked four who cares there's no rules here it's a wild west (laughs) real what about you no, say I think same thing. Um, uh, I, out of the main characters, I think you're rooting the most for uh, Lucia and Mia, um, mm-hmm. because that is, you know, that's like like Kendrick said, it is the underdog story, and I think that's what we're all kind of rooting for. Um, and also, you know, my rule of thumb about rooting for the sex workers first until they let you down. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like how I will always order chicken wings if it's on the menu you know this about me yeah, i don't care I do. where we're at um so it's one of those things right but um <laughs> i think i think in terms of watching it that's like the electricity between cameron and harper that was the most exciting because mm-hmm. you don't know what they're gonna say to each other you don't know you know how they're looking at each other i was worried about Harper maybe saying something wrong and making it uncomfortable and those are the two characters that could actually do that with each other the most right so yeah um obviously I love Lucia and Mia they were amazing 
But for me, actually, out of the guests, my favorite character was Daphne. Daphne started off on the show as like, oh, this woman doesn't even know if she voted. She's like flighty. She's like one of those like, you know, pumpkin spice influencer girls. But by the end, I was like, Daphne's a bad bitch. Like, Mm -hmm. Daphne's amazing. Daphne's actually- Her little blonde kid. (laughs) Yeah, her little blonde kid who Raheel (laughs) thinks the trainer is a kid. But we think the trainer is the daddy. Mm-hmm. No, the grandma and the baby. No, because even <laughs> when she's like, "Hey, uh, Cameron, come," they want to talk to daddy. Cameron has this look on his face, like, "Fuck!" Yes. Like there, he has this look on his face, like those kids. I know those kids are not my kids. Because you can hear the kid like, "Daddy," he's like, "I ain't your damn daddy." What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I, I love th- Daphne. I love her. I thought I thought that look that Cameron had was just because he's a piece of shit. Yeah, you just, know, yeah. He's a <laughs> it could be all yeah, of it. Exactly. Okay, why not? Yeah. All of the above. Um, I think really, guys, the winner of the show is all of us because we got to listen to this amazing soundtrack, which I feel like this soundtrack is perhaps better, in my opinion, than last season's soundtrack because they added a renaissance mix to this soundtrack or like the the theme music and i feel like i feel like real we talk a lot about like funeral music music to play at funerals or weddings this could work on both i feel like we would have such a good time i'm dancing (laughs) it's so good it's amazing it's i don't know what it is this first season i was like oh this is pretty good but this one they added like a euro beat to it too it was amazing a little EDM, like a little, you know, it's like out of the country music fest type of vibes. I like it. I'm like, are they yodeling? Are those birds? I don't know what that is, but I love it. Oh, it's mm-hmm. so good. Absolutely. <laughs> the dance beat. The Euro dance beat. It's so good. I feel like that was a that was a win for all of us, was the fact that they gave us a remix of the original. I now, never um, skipped the intro. But can I give you one more honorable mention as favorite character? Yeah. I think one of my other ones was the old lady that cursed the DeBrazzo family. Yes. Because yes. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I felt like they needed to be cursed at that point. So I was i was happy she committed. Thank yeah. you, old. Uh, thank you, lady. I don't know what your name is, but I appreciate you. I just love that she like threatened to choke him with an artichoke. It's like, I don't <laughs> even know how that's physically possible. Right. But I support it. Yeah, she was amazing. Um, none of us have talked about Jack, the swindler. Now, yes. do we think Jack was a sex worker too? That was my assumption. So I was thinking yeah. he, you know, they quote unquote, you know, like rented him for the night because I was imagining like a back page type of situation. And, you know, he might not have wanted to be there. And, you know, they encountered him one day and they were just like, look, you have no one. You now have us. Just make sure you're super loyal to us and no one else. And you might have to blow my back out every now and then. But other than that, <laughs> it's totally okay. <laughs> so I think he was a sex worker. <laughs> also, those two, so sloppy. Close the door. What are you doing? Right. <laughs> also, like, maybe we don't do it while, you know, the person that we're planning to kill is like, two doors down maybe let's just right. let's just not do it tonight that's all i'm saying yeah right yeah you know what well, let's table this let's take this offline okay <laughs> i'll catch up with you after the yacht like right. <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh but so hot is that what that y'all one. think too though 
Do y'all think um, he was a sex worker or alternative theories? I mean, certainly not his nephew. 100%. <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely was, no then, blood oh. relation there. Um, <laughs> I do think that it was somebody who got an opportunity, uh, who was probably in a bad place. And this person, Quentin, took him on and was like, okay, I've got a little job for you. You'll get you know, this and that. And yes, you blow my back out every now and then. <laughs> Service me every Fair. now and then. And then that's it. Yeah. And Fair. in that case, Raheel, do you support Jack also potentially a sex worker? I do. Yeah. No. So uh, before that, I wasn't sure. But uh, was it this episode or the one before when he's drunk and he's about to pass out? And he's like, and big fucking one. hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a deep, deep hole. <laughs> so i i did i did feel bad for him there and then he he was actually very good also um like that moment when she when she just asked him and like Mm -hmm. his reaction to that i don't i don't know how to i don't know how to describe it because he's like sad and he's ashamed and he's angry and he's all those things and it's just it's very powerful actually Mm -hmm. yeah that's even the car yeah, exactly. And, you know, again, I know that he, like, stole her phone and possibly trapped her and is a reason why a lady died. But at the same time, he dropped her off at the airport and yeah. gave her her belongings. <laughs> yeah, and, um, and you know, she's good to go. She went to the airport, stole a bunch of sunglasses and a scarf and still was able to exchange numbers. I mean, her phone was charged, it turns out. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was wondering if it was charged up that because he, I mean, he, I'm wondering if the screen's cracked because he just threw it out the window. It's like, okay, you, I was just in the car. You could have just handed it to me. You didn't need to throw it outside the window. You don't have to be so dramatic, <laughs> right? Jeez. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like you know what? Yeah, he he dropped off. He he kept her safe, you know, and mm-hmm. you know they had consensual sex, so it was perfectly fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, now they, uh, White Mike White said that they are possibly going to go further east for season three. What do you? Where do you think? Where would you like to see the White Lotus go? Oh God! Don't 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 make me do geography on the spot. This is gonna be okay. Wait, 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 okay. <laughs> Thailand, more east. Okay, Thailand. Okay, no, no. The housewives just came from there. That no, <laughs> we don't want. We don't want that. No. <laughs> Uh, you know what I, I've been I've been kind of throwing out there like I would love like it doesn't have to necessarily be next season but like I would love like a White Lotus like Cape Town or something because think about what that intro would sound like with the yes that, now that would slap so I'm I'm all for that somewhere where like they can do like safaris and you know go out for the nice you know under the where do they go with the giraffes like duck their head in the windows and like eat off your plate and stuff let's do that all of that let's get all of that happening the animal kingdom experience that you get at disney (laughs) let's do that (laughs) let's do that yeah what about you real hey i'm gonna go in the you know i wasn't thinking about this until uh we kendra just mentioned the the theme music but um, as you know, I've always been a fan of like Scottish slash Irish music since the Braveheart soundtrack mm. came out. Um, <laughs> now that is not like it's not a tropical destination, but I think like the loneliness of like a Scotland of like the Highlands or something like that could oh. work out really well. Interesting for the Beautiful mystery clips. part. 
Yeah, yeah beautiful yeah. cliff. You can easily push somebody off a cliff. Yeah, easily. So, easily. There we go. Yeah. You know, the other thing I love is that you just mentioned about pushing someone off the cliff. Both in season one and season two, both deaths are an accident. Yep. And I feel like we should keep that in mind as the show goes along because <laughs> even Tanya, that was an accident. <laughs> yep. <laughs> she accidentally killed herself. Um, <laughs> I would love to see because I, you know, obviously between Miss Marvel, all these Mindy Kaling shows, all this stuff, I feel like South Asia is really in. I would love to see a White Lotus in India. I think that that would be what you don't agree. You don't want it. You feel like it, it's going to be. It's going to be I, what. I, I'm sweating just at the thought of of watching that. I'm, I'm already hot and inhuman. <laughs> all, all these busy people on the streets. No, no, thank you. No, like if they go to Goa, like a nice resort in Goa, because no. there's amazing. Or like if they go to like, you know, the southern states, I feel like it would be incredible. He's like immediately uh, no, immediately okay. no. Right. Well, I would like to see it. Mark my I words. Love that. Um, do you guys think any ca- characters you'd like to see continue from season two to season three? Because obviously Tanya no longer with us. She's not going to carry it through. So who else <laughs> do you think, who would you like to see on season three of White Lotus from what we've already seen? I'd like to see Jack in another continent pop up with another, not pimp. What's the word? <laughs> not pimp. What's the word? Like A customer? Uh, another, yeah, a permanent, a, a sugar daddy with a new okay, sugar daddy sure. in tow yes. and you know, we get a whole new crop of people. Or I feel like the most obvious answer, though, is Greg, because he is obviously involved in this plot somewhere. And I yeah. need to know what he's doing with that half a billion. Like, I need something to happen to him. So, you know, Tanya's death, well, she doesn't really need to be avenged because it's her fault. But, you know, still, she was put in yeah. a situation. So I, yeah. I need Greg to come back so we can he can accidentally unalive himself, too. Yeah. Number one, he's getting hair plugs. Yes. <laughs> Immediately. Um, yeah. Because apparently in that picture he had a beautiful, a beautiful head of hair at some point. So yeah, gorgeous head of back. hair. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen Napoleon Dynamite, sir. Okay. <laughs> uh Rio, what about you? Yeah, so I you know, I think Greg was probably gonna come back for the mystery part of it, I guess. I mean, he seems like a bad guy. I, I'd want to catch up with Mia to see how her career is going. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a little bit emotionally invested in that at this point. Okay. So maybe That's her. really nice of you. I yeah. would like to see Daphne on a trip. I would like to see Daphne leave her husband and go oh. on a trip. Maybe a girl's trip she goes. Maybe she goes on a girl's trip to Bali, to Thailand maybe. Maybe to India. Ooh, I don't know. Trip. Maybe she's live, laugh, loving. Maybe she's eat, pray, loving. <laughs> um, and I'd like to see that continuation um, of, of these folks. Can we get like one minority on the cast? No, you know, here's the thing, Kendrick. Here's here's my thing thing about this show. I don't want to see any people of color as guests because these are all bad people. And I yes, need them true. all to be okay. white. I need them all to be white people spending sixty one thousand dollars, you know, on vacations. <laughs> I can't see people of color doing it. Because yes, for true. people of color to do that, you have to be super you have to be Beyonce rich. You have yeah. to be crazy rich <laughs> to spend that kind of money. Because you know? your mom, it, you know, when you're old, you, you're a person of color, your mama is still going to be like, you about to spend what to yes. go work? And it's like, okay, never mind. I'll I'll, I'll stay at the Wyatt. What is it, the and Hyatt? Then, it's okay. <laughs> and, then, and then you have to be like, but but they offer dick sucking in a cave. Yeah. Part of the package. 
Yeah, I never tell my mom how much I spend money on vacations because she's like, she's always horrified. She's like, you better get a free breakfast out of that. Like, obviously, yeah, you better get your dick sucked out of that. (laughs) It's like my mom. She always, she wants to make sure she's not left out of any trips. But then like when she finds out how much we had to pay for the trip for her to come along so she doesn't have to pay, then all of a sudden it's like, y'all spent too much money. Well, I wish you would have said that shit months ago and we were paying for this. It's like you knew we were going. Just saying. Oh God, I love this show, and I'm really sad that we're gonna not have it anymore. But HBO, they really get you hooked, and then just like gut punch you when they leave. Like I don't have Euphoria, no Game of Thrones shows. I don't have this anymore. It's like what am I? What am I to do with myself? Yeah, Yeah. Succession's not back until fucking April of next year. Jeez. What are you going to do for me for four months? I need to watch Friends reruns for four <laughs> months, HBO? God. <laughs> Suck my dick in a cave, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know, for the thirteen ninety five I pay in monthly subscriptions, I think that's a fair, that's right. a fair trade. <laughs> and I don't even pay that. I take my brother's account. So, <laughs> so that's that. Um, do you guys have any other thoughts about this show? I'm excited for season three. Yeah. Hurry up with it. <laughs> yeah. Have they announced anything about it yet? He hinted Nothing. that we're getting it. So, I mean, I'm just happy that we are. I keep hearing people say, okay, so somebody sent me an article that it was uh, it was confirmed there was Laura Dern's voice yes. in like that episode. It's his wife. So, I wonder if she's popping up. And if that's the case, then just start filming. Like, let's just, let's, let's get this ball moving. Like, let's come on. Yeah. But then when, um, Dominic, the dad is like scrolling through his pictures and looking at his right. pictures of his wife. I was like, is that an Asian woman? Like, right. what is this? <laughs> is that a Latina? Who is that? It's not Laura right. Dern. I'm like, that's not Laura Dern. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or is that like just pictures of other women that you have on your phone? I need to understand. Right. Who were you looking at? Any one of those women could have been Albie's mom. We don't even know. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering, I thought maybe Albie was a, you know, mixed race of some sort. But then I'm like, well, maybe he's just Italian. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. He's just, he's... We need answers. We yeah. need answers. Well, that's usually what white people say, right? When they're like, I'm so tan. It's because my lineage <laughs> is from Sicily. You're like, right. you're still white. <laughs> I'm half German. It's like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> you're still white, Janice. Right. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to miss them. I'm going to miss them a lot. Maybe every mm-hmm. Sunday night, I'll just listen to the soundtrack for a little while. The intro music. There you go. So good. Such a great show. Well, Kendrick, thank you so much for coming here. Now, Kendrick, you've done a couple of episodes on your podcast on the White Lotus. So for you guys, yes. please go and check out more of that content and tell them where they can find it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So you can find me everywhere you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, all of the places. I'm Reality and Comics 2. You can find me on Instagram at Reality Comics 2. That's T-O-O. Come for the memes. Stay for the just ridiculous rants that I go on in my stories. Anything from why hasn't Beyonce dropped the visuals for Renaissance to (laughs) the Golden Globes suck. I don't know. But just come over there. I'm having a good time whenever I actually get to post, which is not that often. But I still have a good time. So come find me. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you for having me. Yes, of course. Uh, Come for the memes. Stay for, (laughs) well, go for the, go for the podcast. Come for the podcast. Stay for the memes. Because the memes are just so good. 
Why, thank just, you. They're just so good every time. They're <laughs> 10 out of 10. Um, of course, thank you for, for coming on. I'm just, I was just so happy to talk to somebody besides yelling at my brother about why he hates Harper. Um, <laughs> just happy to talk to anybody else. But uh, thank you all for being here. Thank you for listening. I'll be back later on this week with, uh, unfortunately, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And I do finally need to binge Miami. So I'll talk to you then. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.